When I think about what separates the best government contractors from the bottom of the pack, there are five things that come to mind. Now, these are habits that each one of these contractors pick up either right out of the gate or along the way, but obviously the faster you pick these up, the better. I want to start today with one of the ones that you're probably not taught a lot about, and that is a sales mindset. Typically in sales, or at least in commercial sales, the thought is to continually keep going after something something and to continually keep putting opportunities in your pipeline no matter what. We don't always do that in government sales. In government sales, most of the people that I run across get very focused or maybe even have tunnel vision, if that's the way you want to put it. They don't put near enough opportunities in their pipeline. They're not constantly thinking of things. What I mean by that is, let's say there's a natural disaster or something else going on. If you could support the organizations that are supporting the natural disaster, that should be top of mind. And that is what having a sales mindset will tell you. It's like, hey, guess what? There's a natural disaster. We sell fill in the blank and we should be actively looking for these people. You know, the contracting officers, the organizations, all that stuff. We should be actively doing this. That doesn't mean you stop everything going on in your company, but you should have the presence or the, again, that mindset that just says something's going on. It may be a once in a life time opportunity to sell a few million dollars to an agency we don't normally sell to. Let's get on this. So having a sales mindset where you're constantly thinking about opportunities, you're constantly adding opportunities to your pipeline, you're constantly growing the business. That is a key entrepreneurial skill, but it's also a habit. It's a habit that you have to have. Like if this doesn't come naturally to you, you have to develop it as a habit. Even if it's one of those things where every day the first item on your list is I need to add an opportunity to my pipeline. I need to call a contracting officer. I need to fill in the blank. Something sales related that is going to contribute to the business. That needs to be top of mind all the time. The next item on here is being relationship driven. The best companies are very relationship driven. Now, what does that mean? The average person when they hear that thinks, oh, well, I'm just trying, I'm trying to serve my customers. You know, I want to take care of them. I want to do better things for them. It's not just about that. That's part of it. Like you can't have a good business without taking care of your customers. But when I think about relationship driven, I think about getting to know your customers. Are you struggling to figure out how to get to the next level? If so, I want to encourage you to reach out to me. There's a link in the description for this podcast where you can actually click on that link and grab a time on my calendar. We'll set aside 30 minutes, talk about your business. I'll give you some tips and strategies to help you get to that next level. And if it makes sense and you want to talk about coaching, I can talk about some of those coaching options as well. So click the link in the description and I look forward to meeting you one-on-one for your strategy session. Now let's get back into this episode. And it starts with their business, you know, like the things they are actually doing. So every customer that you have, they have day-to-day business activities that they're performing. You need to be aware of what those activities are, who they're connected to. See, it's getting to know them at a very intimate level. What's going on in their little sphere? 
And then once you have worked on that level, then it's backing out and actually working on the personal level. And you can do both of these at the same time, but it's not just how are we serving our customers? How are we getting to know them? You just had neighbors move in next door and you're one of those people that you like to get to know your neighbors and learn about them and all that kind of stuff. How would you go about that? You'd probably go and talk to them. Same thing as a contracting officer or whatever. You probably ask them questions. You probably invite them to a dinner or something. Now, you're probably not going to invite a contracting officer to that, but you may invite them to a capabilities brief or something else, or you may see if they're going to an industry day or to an event, and you go to that event where they're going to be. So there's a lot of similarities there. You get to know people by engaging them, asking them questions, taking notes on the stuff if you're not very good at remembering that kind of stuff, and then talking about it in the future. It's like, oh, hey, Bob, I remember last time we talked, you said your daughter, you know, she has some big swim competition. How did that go, man? It's like, oh man, that's awesome. Or if you see Bob post something online about her, his daughter winning a big swim competition, comment on it. It's that simple. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. You just have to have a desire to build relationships. So that's what the relationship driven piece is. The next one here is having a long-term focus. Most people that get in this business have too much of a short-term focus. How can I get some revenue today? And hey, you know what? I get it. That's really important to get revenue today. But in, in addition to revenue today, how are you positioning for the long term? The first few clients I got in government contracting took me 12 to 18 months to get. 12 to 18 months for the first like really, really big ones. It was nurturing small relationships, see the relationship driven piece. We had a sales mindset, but we were long term focused. We knew where we were going. We had a newer technology. It had to be tested. So we were focused on doing the tests, getting really good results out of those tests and that sort of thing. And then taking the next step and the next step and the next step. And sometimes it feels like there's too many steps, but at the end of the day, we were focused on the long-term results and not just getting spun up on, hey, how do we cash in today on this relationship? Best people are long-term focused because look, as you're growing a company from zero to say $100 million, you're not going to go from zero to $100 million. You're going to go from zero to a million dollars, one to two, two to three, three to four, maybe get to 10 and then you go back down to eight and then you go to 11, then you maybe go back down to seven and then you go to 15 and 20. And whatever. It's this yo-yo type of thing where you're going to go up and down a little bit and eventually get to that hundred million mark. It takes time. That's the thing. It takes time to get there. And if you're short-term focused, you're going to get really, really frustrated with this market. That's one of the, the problems in this market is that it doesn't go at the speed you want. You can't just show up with a contract and say, hey, sign this and you know work some kind of slick sales voodoo and actually get somebody to sign a contract. That doesn't work. So since that doesn't work, you have to actually figure out a better way to do that. And the better way is being relationship driven and being long-term focused. And if you have those skills or those habits, you develop those habits, that's going to allow you to weather the storm and take the time to do things right. Those are really, really big. So that's the first three. We had sales mindset, relationship driven, and long-term focus. Number four on my list is having great research skills. I can't tell you how many times somebody reaches out to me with a simple question they could have asked on Google. Now, I don't mind that you ask me those questions. Ask me those questions all day long. Here's the 
the challenge with that. It may take me six hours to respond to you or a day to respond to you. It may be the holidays and I may not respond for a couple of days. That's stopping you from moving forward. I'm not saying you can't ask me questions. Like I said, I love you asking and do it. But even understanding how to use Google to ask the questions, a lot of people don't have that skill and they don't develop a habit of going there first and asking those simple questions and then asking more sophisticated questions of the coach and that sort of thing or their friends or whoever or their contracting officer. If you're asking your contracting officer very basic questions, that may be one reason why you're not getting a response back. Happens all the time. It's not their job to teach you how to be a government contractor. So if they run into that kind of challenge, a lot of times they just back away from it. You've got to get really good at researching and make it a habit to do your research on your own first so that you can get smarter about the whole process. Number five on my list. This is one that may be the most important. Knowing how to overcome obstacles. All the time I wind up talking to people and there are these obstacles that are stopping them from moving for like hey i can't do x until i do y okay well what's stopping you from doing x i don't know or well there's something else stopping me from doing x okay what's the something else and then we talk about that well why haven't you done that well there's something else stopping me it's usually knowledge but it's also being told no you're going to be told no a lot in the government and you've got to be able to take that it's almost like you need this bulletproof vest to do work with the government where you've got to be able to handle hearing no, hearing not right now, hearing call me later, hearing crickets where no one is responding to you and you've got to figure out a way to get over that, get through that obstacle. Every time you turn around, someone or something is putting an obstacle in front of you. I had a client the other day that was trying to apply for a mentor protege program and she said, hey, the agency that I'm trying to work with is limited because you can only have one of these. I don't think that's fair. And I'm like, well, go ask them to change the rules. She went and asked and they're like, hey, I think I'm going to get an exception to this. I'm like, it's freaking awesome. There's one thing that you need to know. The government can do whatever the government wants to do. They can literally do whatever they want to do. And if you bring something to their attention and say, hey, this rule is unfair. This rule is unduly restrictive. This process is not helpful for the, the contractors, subcontractors, whatever it may be. They may say, you know what? We agree. And while we can't fix the rule today, we can create an exception or something. Something along those lines, we can change the process. When you run up against an obstacle, you have to be able to say, how do I get over it, through it, around it, whatever it is, under it, doesn't matter, instead of letting the obstacle stop you from moving forward. That's a really great habit to have of instead of stopping, you just ask the question, how do I get through this? How do I get over this? How do I get to the answer I'm trying to get? I'll recap those real quick. Number one, the sales mindset. Number two was relationship driven. Number three was a long-term focus. Number four is great research skills. And number five was knowing how to overcome obstacles. If you can develop even three out of five of those habits, you're going to wind up putting yourself in that top echelon of government contractors. Now, here's one thing that you may be asking as we get to the end of this episode. You may say, Mike, I actually do most of those. And my question back is, are you? Are you sure you're doing it? Are you doing it properly? Because that's often a challenge. What I find a lot of times is people 
say they are following those habits or skills or activities, whatever it may be, and they're not getting the right results, that's an indication that you need to examine what you are actually doing. Maybe you need to have a third party on the outside take a look at it, whether it's a friend or a coach or a mentor or whoever, and give you some advice that shows you, hey, yes, you are on the right track. It's just taking more time than you thought. Or, hey, I know you think you're doing the right things, but there's some tweaks you need to make along the way. If you need any of that kind of help, you know how to reach me, email, LinkedIn, any other social media, you can find me, send me a message, and I'd be happy to sit down with you and chat about this stuff. With that being said, I will see you in the next episode. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Game Changers. If you did, please go like and share this episode on your social media, as well as rate and review the episode. That helps other government contractors find out about the podcast and benefit just like you. We'll see you next time.